Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Dr. Simon in today rainy Florida uh, to talk about the stories we live by. And uh, this is another show, and I really wish I didn't do this, but I feel sort of uh, compulsed to do it, to try and work out an understanding of how Donald Trump became the president of the United States and the the, the leader of the free world. Um, It's something that preoccupies me. It causes me tremendous anxiety, and as I've said in a number of shows before, not specifically about him. Uh, To me, the things that have been going on in this country uh, for a while now, the tribalization, uh, the separation between rich and poor, or rich and middle class who are becoming poor, uh, and the anger that they have, uh, the tribalization uh, of Democrats versus Republicans. Uh, we are not all Americans any longer. Uh, we are divided by political party. Uh, all of these contributed to his um, uh, coming of, of age, so to speak. And uh, all of these things sort of are the precursor to what he is, and that is a cancer that emerged in somebody who has been drinking too heavily, smoking too much, not taking care of themselves, and ignoring the signs uh, that might have been treated uh, until they became uh, a deadly cancer. And I'm not sure we will survive this individual, because not just simply because of him, uh, I spoke to somebody who was a diehard uh, today, a diehard uh, Trumpster, uh, who agrees that he may not keep his job, but he's already done what he's supposed to do, which is to turn back the Democratic Party and its devilish agenda, uh, because they, the, the party, the Democratic Party, is really uh, the uh, existential threat to the future of America, his children, and the world. Um, And uh, in our conversation, there was no way to move him off that kind of a a narrow uh, explanation of what's going on. So the the, uh, emergence of Trump, uh, I think, has a variety of uh, of causes. Uh, One is that this view that Democrats and Republicans are on different planets and that they have to hate each other because they really belong to different tribes. It's no longer uh, we the Americans uh, in order to uh, create a more perfect union. Uh, It is the Democrats versus the Republicans and the amount of hatred and vitriol that goes between the left and the right at this point would mean that there are many people who would vote for Trump regardless of his obscenities and regardless of what he was or appeared to me anyway to be as a very indecent human being, a very dangerous, unhappy, narcissistic uh, individual uh, who is capable for his own uh, self-esteem 
and his own uh, grandiosity to do any kind of damage to anyone under any circumstances as long as it gets him that moment where he uh, doesn't feel uh, hated, where he doesn't feel his own self-hatred, but feels that he is uh, loved, cherished, and above it all. Uh, what I want to talk about tonight uh, uh, is a specific thing I saw on television that really got me very, very upset because it's not merely uh, the tribalization, but something that really I think is important that we understand what's happening in terms of the ideas of media and becoming a celebrity on the media, whether it's television, whether it's uh, uh, YouTube, whether it's uh, social media, uh, more and more I have the feeling that the way people see reality, and as much I've seen on the news and discussions of this, is that this reality uh, supersedes other realities. That if you hear it or somebody texts something, it doesn't really matter uh, whether it's true or false, it's true if you want it to be true, uh, especially it fix, fit, if it fits into the kind of tribal identification that has taken over your life in which you listen to, to what's in your funnel, in your uh, bailiwick, and nothing else. Um, but the notion uh, of, of, of media is that it creates celebrity. And it is celebrity that gives people the power, it seems to me, to produce truth. Now, I don't want to sound like an old man who's out of touch, but I may be out of touch. I got my notions of truth, whether they were truth or not truth, from real people in my life and a relatively small number of news people on channel two or four or seven, and from reading uh, the New York Post, and as I got a little older, the New York Times. It was a rather limited view. Today, truth comes pouring over the internet in vast amounts from different sources, none of whom you could look at in the eye and say, I need and or I trust that individual. It is taken over. The idea of truth comes through the media, and it comes, it seems to me, most powerfully through people who become celebrity. Now, I watched something on television this week that gave me the impetus to do this show and to make what I think are these claims because they really feel very real to me. Uh, I watch my own grandkids live on their phones in terms of social media and everything that comes into them, although they do have parents uh, who are very much important in their lives, and as I will describe in a moment, parents who are educated and could provide them a larger view of the social, economic, and scientific and political world that they live in because I think that's critical. The people I most admired in my life were my teachers, my parents, and the information I got 
that I became, when I became a mature, uh, not mature, but older, I'm not sure that even at my age, I could call myself mature. But as I got older, from professors and from teachers, high school on, who were uh, very real to me as human beings, who taught me to think critically, who provided me with a large amount of information, as well as the capacity to read and study and do research on the things that were important to me so that I could come up with my own critical view of the world. One not based on faith of authority, but based upon critical evidence. And ultimately, I got a PhD, which trained me to be a scientist, in which faith plays very little, if no role, except for the faith that science is the best way of trying to understand the nature of the world, uh, rather than to accept whatever somebody says because they're an authority figure. Particularly an authority figure whose authority is based upon their uh, standing as a celebrity in the media. So, what was I watching on television? I think it was on CNN. And they were talking to people who still have faith in Trump. And there was a woman in her 50s, apparently a very nice lady, who was waving her arms and talking about Trump and saying, I love him, I love the guy. And there was a gleam in her eye. And I'm not sure how much of it was sexual, uh, but part of it was a female-to-male uh, uh, view, uh, uh, attachment. But it was the same kind of sound that this woman 40 years ago might have said, I love him, I love him, he's the best, if she was talking about Elvis Presley. In other words, this was a woman who clearly had no view or idea of looking at Trump from a political, from a historical, from an economic, from a scientific, or any view other than he was a media star. And it didn't matter what he said, because it doesn't matter to an individual who looks at their hero, who looks at their, their, their beloved, who looks at the individual that turns them on to the depths of their soul. Whatever they do, what comes first is that he is a celebrity and therefore has the authority to define for her what is true, moral, and real. And there is nothing that Trump can do, as he put it himself. He could go out on Fifth Avenue and shoot people dead, and he wouldn't lose this lady's vote because she loves him so. It doesn't matter how many times he's married. It doesn't matter uh, uh, what he is, that he makes fun of people with disabilities, uh, that he changes his view politically uh, by the hour. It doesn't matter. She doesn't pay attention to those things. Her reality, and I believe millions of others, men and women, see him as the celebrity. 
and that the status of celebrity gives them the, the power to define truth, reality, morality, and shape this understanding of other human beings in themselves. And I don't know what we do about that. Uh, again, I'm an old crotchety guy and getting more crotchety as I get older by the hour. Uh, I enjoy media. I, have a, I, I uh, see patients in, in a, uh, a nursing home. And finally, after a year or so of being cajoled and towing, being told how good it would be to do this, I now use a, a uh, website that allows me to put my notes into, the, into this website and send it off to the, um, uh, uh, the individuals I work with who then use it for billing. Uh, it is perfectly um, uh, perfect for a Medicare that I am doing the right thing in terms of my notes. Uh, it meets all of the standards that are necessary and ultimately saves me hours of time and precludes anybody from having to figure out what I'm saying in my notes with my ever-decrepit handwriting. Um, I have nothing against technology. I have nothing against media. Today I listened to some wonderful music uh, through the Bluetooth that connects into my amplifier, uh, and hence the music goes through my stereophonic speakers producing a wonderful sound and allowing me to play all my hundreds of hours of music from my phone. So I love the technology. But what I don't love and what frightens me is the degree to which our society sees somebody in the movies or sees somebody uh, on, on YouTube or sees somebody online, likes them and turns them into a celebrity. And Trump did his own show for a number of years saying you're fired, came across as a direct, uh, successful businessman with authority and the capacity to make fine decisions. We're seeing that was like so much on television, scripted. It wasn't real. But television, I believe, and video and YouTube and media, all kinds of social media, define reality, I believe, for more people more significantly than does any natural conversation that they have with another human being. So what we have is a media-created celebrity with the capacity to define the nature of reality itself. Fake news, thereby denigrating all of the standards of news that I grew up with and still depend upon, with however biases they have, to give me a sense of the facts of what is going on. The facts so that if I don't agree with their opinions or interpretation, I can come to my own. This lady and so many of the people I know who voted for Trump have no facts. They are not particularly well-educated. They don't follow politics. 
they're not involved with an understanding of economics, of psychology, of sociology. Therefore, they're particularly vulnerable to the entertainment media, and Trump is entertainment. He is a celebrity who now manipulates in a very effective way social media with his twitting to millions and millions of people who have no way of getting alternate information, accepting alternate facts, and coming to alternate thought-through opinions of their own. I don't know how this will end up, although more and more I don't fully believe any of this is going to end up well. I have trouble sleeping. My digestive system is bothering me in ways it hasn't in a long time. There was a time in my life I used to worry more about money than anything else and how I pay my bills. Uh, fortunately, that's not a part of my life now. But now I look and worry that reality itself is defined by scripted TV shows, by uh, uh, twi- twi- tweets, by things going on uh, Facebook and other media sites that cannot be tested, their reality cannot be tested, and that the people who accept these things uh, have no ability on their own, either from their development or from their education, to question and be skeptical, other than to accept, especially from a intelligent-looking, forceful uh, uh, celebrity that this is the truth about life, this is the truth about what is going on, and this is the truth and these are the facts that they have to act upon to create the story that they live by and take action politically, socially, economically, morally as to uh, what these celebrities tell them to do. I said it all in 20 minutes. Uh, I'm not any less anxious for having made this broadcast. Actually, I get myself more anxious because I don't see this ever turning around. More and more our universities are using star professors to teach courses and graduate students, and I don't know how long We will have graduate students go for advanced degrees when there's such a small chance of getting a tenured professorship or going into uh, a line of work uh, that uh, will match all the years of study, the four years of college and the five, six, seven years of getting a doctorate. Uh, Where they will come from and what, what will happen when that stops that we will have them, uh, as long as we have them, be backups, in a sense, for celebrity professors. More and more of education, for a wide variety of reasons, not the least of which the terrible cost of higher education, will take their courses online and sit like I'm doing this show in my underwear, because it's more comfortable to do that, and not have any interaction or very little interaction with a master professor who really critically understands the field that he has been spending his or her life 
working in, to interact with, to tussle with, to debate with, to be in awe of, other than somebody online who is a celebrity. I hope I'm wrong about this. Again, there are many reasons why people were, uh, voted for Trump. One, you're a Republican, you vote for the Republican. I know people who said that to me. I'm a Republican, I've always been a Republican. There was no questioning him as to the fact that he used to be a Democrat and he used to be a opposer of, of liberal politics, uh, that he doesn't have any real uh, commitment to what he's saying, except that it uh, get, got him elected and he has a base uh, for whom he is the, uh, the uh, celebrity leader and has to keep that going. Uh, and so uh, whatever he believes, uh, which is really not what he used to believe, and I don't believe he believes in any deep, sincere way, uh, except to get elected, to be adored, to, be, uh, to have affection heaped upon him by an adoring uh, audience, not voters, an audience. It's an audience. So, I think I've done my show. Um, I don't know where this is all going to end. At the point at which reality uh, comes over a screen, and again, I think uh, more and more about George Orwell's book, 1984. He got the year wrong, uh, and we're not going exactly in his direction. But every, every day there was a minute of hate that came over uh, in which the enemy Goldstein, who happened to be a Jew uh, in that, uh, so you hated him, and Big Brother told you the truth, uh, and that the media didn't exist except for, uh, if it did, it was fake news. Um, and, and we are moving in that direction. More and more people not being educated to ask skeptical, critical questions about all of their leaders, uh, more and more of whom are uh, celebrity figures in the media. All right, I'm going to hold for another minute. Uh, maybe somebody is there who would like to uh, tussle with me, argue with me, Agree with me? Tell me I'm an idiot? Tell me I'm a genius? Doesn't matter. I will sit for a while, and then I'll go back and finish a TV show I was watching. Have a little dessert, and then figure out what to do with the rest of the evening. When my wife is home, I know what to do with the rest of my evening, but tonight she's out enjoying herself, playing Hamajang. So, I think I will end. Let me put on chat. What happens with chat? Launch chat here. Hmm. One, two, three, flash chat. Loading UI components. Anybody wants to call in, by the way, it's 
7756. I don't think I'm getting this. One, two, three, flash chat, loading UI components. Why not? That's upsetting. Okay, it's okay. We're not going to do that. Close the window. Okay, folks.